This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Today's topic is the U.S. adds 336,000 jobs plus 10 more stats. So this morning, we're going to go through 11 quick stats and, and try and give some context to what they mean for the stock market, for business, and more. First, the U.S. added 336,000 jobs in September. This was nearly double that w- what was expected. This originally led the stock market to be down. Again, the concept is more jobs added is good news, but it's bad news for the stock market because it means the Fed may raise rates more. Second, the stock market originally reacted very negatively to this news. So the good news was the stock market to be down almost three-quarters of a point. Now the market is improving significantly as analysts try and parse through where these job numbers and gains are sustainable. You know, and, and, and back to everything sort of comes back to predicting how the Fed will respond and if the Fed is near a ceiling. So as, as analysts parse through these numbers today, they're starting to believe a little bit more so that maybe these numbers aren't sustainable and it won't push the Fed so high or that we're close to a Fed ceiling. So fast to see the stock market rebound after originally being way down on these numbers. Third, the effective Fed funds rate is currently at 5.33%. And this is really interesting. The Fed always talks about setting a target rate between 5.25 and 5.50, and it's never an exact rate. And, and, and sort of the more you understand, the more you understand that it's not an exact rate, but that's their target rate. They are expected very much to lead to them raising the target rate to 5.50 to 5.75 at their November meeting. Fourth, that's exactly it. The, the jobs report expected to lead the Fed to raise the target rate in November by 25 basis points. Fifth, the one-year Treasury yield is at 5.49%. Of course, that changes a little bit, uh, but, but that's a number that's you know, quite attractive to savers for all practical purposes. Sixth, the 10-year Treasury, treasury and I've got a typo in my LinkedIn post on this, is right around 4.82%. And again, that's also a number that's leading some colleagues of mine to start investing in 10-year Treasuries, which they've been away from for a long time. Seventh, the U.S. national debt is at $33.4 trillion dollars. That itself is a staggering number. You know, we always say debt kills families, countries, and, and companies. That's a staggering number, and that doesn't even include all the obligations under Medicare, Social Security, and everything else. Eighth, student loan debt. Uh, I saw it sort of the clearest statement I've seen in a long time today. There's all the discussion that student loan debt and the starting of repayments in it is going to start to impact consumer spending. The consumer debt number is right about $1.8 trillion, which is also an astounding number. And, and that'll lead me to our ninth number, credit card debt, which I think of as at a record number of $1 trillion, a little bit more than $1 trillion. That's less than almost half of what the student debt is. So you sort of understand the concern with student debt. Uh, of course, one part of the equation that many people believe is if people took out the debt, they should pay it back. It shouldn't be relieved. Uh, just because the president wants to relieve it and add to the federal debt. In any event, those are three stats on debt. The U.S. national debt, $33.44 trillion. The student loan debt, $1.8 trillion, and starting to be getting repaid back. And credit card debt at $1.03 trillion. Big, big numbers. The 10th debt we're looking at today, unemployment remains at 3.8%. Labor, and business, labor participation is back to higher levels, closer to the pre-pandemic. Uh, that helps keep this number a little higher and smooths it out some. And finally, the 11th, just a stat that's more of a company-specific stat. The stat I read this morning is Lucid Motors is losing 338000 per car. And, of course, there's economies of scale in automaking. So as they get to have much greater output, hopefully that number comes down a lot. But that number is scaring away investors than Lucid Motors. Again, those are 11 stats we're following this morning. 
And, you know, just sort of fascinating to see the jobs number, how it relates to the Fed, how it relates to the stock market. Also, these big debt numbers are, to me, quite concerning the big, in the big scheme of things. There's also a lot of discussion. Wells Fargo's doing a new report where they're no longer to talk about excess savings that consumers have post-pandemic, and that it seems like the excess savings is largely gone, which also in the long run puts a little bit more of a recessionary outlook on where we may be going. Thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Any comments or questions, feel free to text me, 773-766-5322. Reach me on LinkedIn, Scott Becker, or always feel free to email me at any of my email addresses, sbecker at beckerstrategygroup.com, sbecker at beckershealthcare.com, or sbecker at mcguirewoods.com. Thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity Podcast.